0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Power of Forgiveness podcast. My name is Dwayne Staten, and I want to thank you for tuning in for another episode. This podcast is meant to help those toward the path of forgiveness, for the ones who've been hurt, heartbroken, forever changed by something that was said or done to them, which changed their mindset, the course of their relationships, their future, and even their life in general. With this podcast, I speak about the lessons I've learned from forgiveness, and I give it to you, the audience. Today I interview my good friend Aaron Powell, who's been married for three years, coming this July to his beautiful wife Naisha, and the father to his beautiful four-month-old daughter Paisley. He's also in the United States Air Force, and he's the treasurer of Ford Inc., a nonprofit organization based out in the DMV. I met Aaron at church doing parking lot ministry, and there are times when you just connect with somebody. It just happens. Just something clicks. We're just like, this is someone I need to connect to. And this guy was definitely it. He comes today with his story about what he learned in forgiveness in fatherhood, which is actually part one of the series that's starting today. And I loved everything that he said. And I want you all to just listen in on this episode. Also, to all the new and seasoned listeners, I wanted to ask you to please leave us a five-star written review. It helps the podcast get more reach. We would greatly appreciate it. And now, without further ado, here's the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Power Forgiveness podcast episode. My name is Dwayne Staten, and today I have my good friend Aaron Powell. Say what's up to the people. What's going on, y'all? How y'all feeling today? Yeah, man. So this is my man's 50 grand, Aaron, we go to the same church, (laughs) Union Church now, a former Destiny Church, and you know how when you just meet a group of people, there's some people you automatically connect to, Aaron was one of that, one of those people. It's like when I saw him, I was like, my spirit was just like, that's a good dude to get to know and i appreciate that dude i mean he like i was and you know you know god's never wrong so i'm really glad that he connected us i really 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 glad for that i really am
1: i agree with that too i I feel the same way like like you said i think we ended up having like a like a next step conversation together one day um for you joining the team and it was just it was just an instant connection like you said and everything just flowed naturally it felt like we knew each other for like you know for years and i i didn't know you from a
0: can of paint but it just felt you know good so yeah man and like my man's aaron he is a new dad like me and he has a wonderful beautiful daughter man and i'm just proud of him i really am (laughs) man to see him as a dad man just he a full adult we both like whole grown
2: adults now.
1: (laughs) who would have thought who would have thought it's crazy it came quick too
0: it did it's scary out here sometimes but you yeah. know it's cool it is man and um another thing is that i didn't tell you this i wanted to tell you this was that you know i know you serve in you know the military uh which mm-hmm. branch is this the air force you're serving the air force and i just want to say thank you for your service bro like for real thank you for that. thank you for your support man i appreciate okay. that yeah, man. Look, my friend. Look, my dad was in the army. My cousins in the Air Force. Another cousin's in the Coast Guard. Nate. Like, my family was in all branches. So trust me. Like, definitely, definitely show my love and support. It's yeah. It's nothing. We here. truly appreciate you, bro.
1: And I, man, I appreciate them too. I didn't know that. I feel like I should have known that, but I don't think I knew that about like your side of the family serving in the military. Mm. That's what up, man. All branches.
0: Yeah, man. It's either military or law enforcement. So one of the two. One of the two. Um, yeah. So I'm going to start off with the icebreaker, keep things light and fun. So what is your favorite place of all the places you traveled to?
1: Oh, that's an easy one. So out
0: of all the places that
1: I've traveled to, my favorite place would have, would have to be the Philippines. Mm. Um, the reason being, not everybody knows this, but um, I'm part Filipino, like on my mom's side. So, like my grandma, I call her Lola. That's what we call her in, um, in Tagalog. And um, my family and I, we went there. I was still in high school, like in 2009, and we stayed there for two weeks. We went to where my Lola is originally from. It's this uh, it's part of the Philippines called Kampapanga, Okay. And um, it's. I've never, I've never been there up until that point. And the only thing I knew about the Philippines was like my Lola was Filipino. Um, And I knew some of the dishes like adobo and um, lumpia and pancit, all that stuff. Oh yeah, I heard of those. Oh, it's fire. And I know how to make it now. So it's cool. My wife knows how to make it too. So we be, you know, in the kitchen. But um, when we went, as soon as we like touched down, I instantly felt like I was at home, Um, like I knew where I was, like I felt like I belonged there. And then um, just getting to meet my relatives that I even knew existed, like they treated us like royalty, like it Uh felt like I've never felt like that anywhere else except for there. Like I didn't want to leave. Every morning, every day was a feast, every night was a party, Um, the The scenery there was amazing. The people there just, they're always grinding, but they're very polite. Um, It was just beautiful over there. And I definitely plan on taking uh, my wife and my daughter, um, or if we even have any more kids by that time, um, to the Philippines. Because I want them to be able to, at least for my kids, to experience that some part of their roots. And then my wife to see like where I came from, in a sense, like some of my heritage. So, But yeah, Philippines, easily, hands down. The dopest place I've been to, and I plan on going back eventually.
0: Facts that's beautiful, you know. You want to take your daughter there? That's that would be that, mm-hmm. honestly, I'm gonna tell you right now, that would be a beautiful experience. It really would, yeah. you know what I mean. And oh, that's beautiful for me. I'm gonna say, if you know, one is off the bat, like you, Japan. I <laughs> love Japan, dog. Like, first off. I'm a huge nerd, like anime,
2: heroes,
0: all of that. I went to Tokyo and I went to, um, where did they take me? I can't remember. Was it Yokosuka? I think it was Yokosuka and Harajuku. Dog, I lost my mind. When was this? This was, I'm going to say, 2014 2015 maybe oh yeah. wow okay okay yo like i loved it man like i saw everything that i loved as a little kid i saw gundam i saw Di- i saw That's Pokemon. i saw it. digimon i saw so much stuff and i literally lost my mind they that now sadly this place co- closed down you play the game street fighter right yes of course all right so you know it was made by capcom right yeah Mm-hmm. They had a Capcom themed bar that I went to. Yeah, it closed down now though. It it closed down. That it broke my heart because I wanted to go back. It was like they had Capcom video game themed dishes. Like they had they had Blanca nachos. They had uh, Resident Evil ribs. They had so many dishes that was based on video games. When I tell you I lost my mind, I lost my mind. I would have spazzed <laughs> Dude, and also, I'm a big foodie, so I ate my weight down there, right? Uh, One story, I found this um, restaurant called Pepper Lunch. It is so good. Anyway, so went to Pepper Lunch, got the signature dish, right? And everybody's Mm -hmm. like, you know, you eat one dish, you know, you're done, right? Not Mm -hmm. this guy. So I ate the signature dish, right? And I said, dang, I'm still hungry, I want it again. So I went to, you know, order it again. And I, I went to, I, or, I ordered the food through the ticketing system and I gave it to the oh. chef. The chef, the chef, you know, grabbed the ticket and was just like,
1: <laughs> confused. Like, you want to know? He was like, one? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's like, what I ordered.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and he just looked at
0: me like, okay, and I tore that dish back, so the food was great, the places was great, and I ain't gonna, I'm not, I'll tell you, I have to tell you this story later, I found a, we found a secret bar, Mm, okay, I'll, I'll bottom line it, you know how here, you have these old apartment buildings that look like they're abandoned, they said the for lease sign, yeah, yeah, it was right in there, Really? We walked to the second floor of that apartment building. I'm just like, oh, we about to get killed, right? Y'all about to get taken. We about to get taken. We opened the door. It was the most immaculate bar I've ever seen in my life. How
2: y'all stumble upon
0: that? CNN.com. Surprisingly, mm. they mm. had secret bars. But I was like, we ain't gonna find it. We found it. And when I tell you, like, it was the most immaculate place I have ever seen in my life.
1: I'm gonna have. To, I'm gonna have to. you got gonna have to. Uh like afterwards send me the name of the place because i plan on going there um from my 30th in two like 2023 we're planning on going to tokyo Uh, so you're gonna have to send me send me like all the places you went to so we could check them out and then i definitely want to check out um you play mario kart right oh yeah they got a they got a life-size like mario kart you can actually play like be in i saw that
0: i saw like, that like the autobahn on steroids so yeah I'm Definitely gonna definitely gonna check that out oh my gosh man like oh i i'm telling you japan is a place like like you want to take your daughter i want to take my son and be like look all the stuff Learn that your out. dad yeah. loves all the stuff yeah. that your dad loves you'll see the origin you're yes. welcome yes
1: you could Yo. take me an hour later but i know you're gonna just thank me eventually so
0: that's a fact um so yeah i want to so right now i just want to get into it because okay. me and you you know we're both new dads and i mm-hmm. wanted to talk about forgiveness and fatherhood so i wanted to, to just have that combo with you about what you learn about forgiveness within fatherhood so the floor is yours sir
1: so fatherhood like like you said i'm new to it um, got a beautiful baby girl who will be four months um tomorrow on the 28th it's crazy it's going by fast but um forgiveness and fatherhood I can remember growing up uh with my father or like with both of my parents but we're talking about father. so it my dad Aaron senior um he was also in the military um but I can remember growing up I, I loved basketball I still love basketball to this day but like I loved basketball, but my dad wanted to take that and elevate it. So he's like, if you love basketball, we're going to get you into the NBA. I didn't knew, I know at the time what that meant. Looking at it now, is like, okay, no, you need to put blood, sweat, and tears into it. Yeah. And so at this time, like growing up, I felt like he was going, like pushing me hard and like sometimes too hard in a sense. I can remember multiple times going, like having games and, um, him coaching me from the sideline but it didn't feel like coaching it was more so like him berating me yeah I was just like what what's going on but like going going through that um was tough but I can tell like from looking looking at it now it's just like he wanted to he believed in my like my my love for the game and he wanted to help me maximize it and I had to learn to understand where he was coming from. Yeah. Um, just because like it was like I said, it was tough going through that, just hearing my dad like,
2: What what are you doing? You suck, you're not supposed to do that, do this, we worked on
1: I'm just like, like, dad, I'm trying, but it's like now it's like, okay, he's trying he was trying to instill in me like excellence in all we do. Yeah. Um we're not going to go out there and we're not going to give half our energy, half our effort. None of that. We're going to practice. We're going to practice like today is the championship game. You're going to mm. practice how you play. Yeah. And I didn't understand that concept until I was older. So now thinking about that now is like, granted, my daughter is only four months old, but I want, I want to instill in her even now, now that where anything we do we need to strive to be the best at it not like in a in a conceited way not in a not in a i don't know not in a conceited way but like we're going to give our best effort yeah um but i'm i have to learn how to do it in a way that even going through it she knows that it's coming from a place of love she's not going to feel attacked she's not going to feel berated less than Or any of that. She's gonna feel elevated. She's gonna know that um, that I love her and I support her, and I'm not trying to hurt her at the end of the day. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that was, I don't know, man. Like it was, it was. I remember being in high school, um, and at this point, I was playing for my high school, and so my dad wasn't necessarily coaching me anymore, but he was playing for the the local YMCA.
2: Okay.
1: And. I remember going to one of his games and I get I just back <laughs> all the years of of him like yelling and screaming and all that stuff. I let him have it. And my mom pulled me aside one day, like not one day at the game. she was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, this is what he did to me. he, he no he doing he out there playing dumb, you know, got us looking bad? No. like no. And then she was like, "You know why he did all that when you were younger?" And I was like, "No, because he just was up. He wanted to be tough." She was like, "No, because he wanted you to be the best."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now that's when I had that. <clears throat> oh,
0: yeah, that aha moment.
1: Ah, oh, all this time I had some resentment towards you when it came to basketball and like all this other things, but now I, I get it. So, yeah, man, like there's a lot that I'm learning as I continue this journey of being a new father,
2: uh-huh.
1: um, like from what my dad did. Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of takeaways that positive takeaways that I can take from my, my father too. Like um, outside of basketball, he was always present.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, I know a lot of, I know a lot of um, people in general that can't really they had a present father and i don't mean like present physically because like i said he was in the military so sometimes duty called and he had to be um away uh for work but any moment he could to whether that was being at a game being at um a recital being at swim practice or um, a family dinner whatever it may be if he couldn't be there physically he was gonna make a phone call to let us know like hey Um, I might not be there physically, but you know, I love you. I wish I was there. Um, I I apologize for not being there, but you know, I love you and I'm here um, with you. And I can remember specifically um, when we lived in New Mexico, this was when Transformers came out or was not, it hasn't came out yet, but they were working on it. So in Transformers, uh, they were actually shooting some scenes in New Mexico at Holloman Air Force Base where both my parents were stationed.
0: Oh, snap. And
1: they, my dad got like a call up to like play this major speaking scene um, in the movie. But uh, he ended up turning it down because they were calling him at like two, three o'clock in the morning um, saying like, hey, we need you to come like, you know, do some of these lines to see if like you'd be a good fit. And he was just like, no, I got to, get up like in a couple of hours one for work but two to make sure that I'm there with my kids to make sure that I get them ready for school get them fed take them to like to school and all that stuff and I was just like wow like you you know gave up an opportunity to potentially take a different career path and just put us on not us but uh, put yourself like in a possibly better um, at least financial place, but you took it upon yourself to um, sacrifice and spend more time with us. And I was just like, "Wow, that 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 says a lot. Like yeah. you really like want to be here." And yeah, like words can't express express how you know grateful I am. Just thinking about that now is just like, ah, I want to be an actor one day. It's like. I don't I, I would like to think I would make that same type of decision, but it's like, I will never know until I'm in that situation. Right. But seeing him do that was just like, wow, that's what it means to be. That's part of being a good father. It's like knowing when to sacrifice um, and knowing when and how to be present. So those are like some main takeaways I'm taking away right now from my father. Like I said, there's a
0: lot. But you know, I could talk forever, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> no, that's good. We want to hear all that. That I pulled a lot from that. One, he saw the potential in you and was pulling mm-hmm. it out, mm-hmm. even though at that time you didn't see it. Now you did. Yeah, and that became the aha moment. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I grabbed from that is you want to do that with your daughter, but with yes. it, put a different twist on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my question, so my question is, when, like, when you had that aha moment, right, Mm -hmm. when you had that moment, like, what was, like, what was going on in your, like, what were you feeling in your body at that moment, like, in your mind, like,
1: (laughs) when I, when my mom pulled me aside and told me that, and I had that, that aha moment, it was just like, it felt like time froze. Mm. in that moment yeah. because and I, and I in that moment I remembered going through every single practice that I went through as a kid um from early like from the age of like five to like the eighth grade every single practice, every single game, every single time he was coaching on the sideline every single time he got kicked out of some games for like yelling so much at the referees and stuff. And I looked at it from that point on, I looked at it from a different, from a different viewpoint, a different perspective, because I was looking at it initially from a kid who enjoyed playing basketball um, and just wanted to see, you know, what I could do with it and go out there and have fun. Um, And I looked at it from like, dang, my dad's just riding me. He's being tough. Like he, he's like expects way too much. And, I don't even know if I want to do this anymore. I went from that perspective to looking at it from his side, from like, okay, I see that my son has like talent and he actually enjoys the game. Let's see if I can bring some more, you know, out of him, um, give him more skills, equip him with more tools that'll make him more valuable, not just on the court, but in life in general. Um, with him, cause like I said, with him being so hard, that was him expressing like, hey, we are going to be excellent in all we do. So that literally means outside of basketball, you're going to be excellent in school. You're going to be excellent at home. You're going to be excellent with your friends. You're going to be excellent at work whenever you get a job, all that stuff. You're going to be excellent when you have your own family. I didn't see it from that viewpoint when I was a child. Like it's in the, like it's, That's biblical. Like When I was a child, I thought like a child. like I had that I had that moment I was like okay now I'm older I get it now so yeah time literally just froze and then once I was done thinking about it I was like oh and I literally like at halftime (laughs) I I went up to my dad and I was like hey I get it now I'm still gonna be hard on you but I get it now I get what you was trying to do all the years back he was like, yeah. hey, I'm glad you get it. Keep being hard on me. I need it. Cause you know, you see things now that how I used to see him. So Yeah. Yeah,
0: man. It was it was great. Yeah. That's I like that. I like that. So did it did that make you see him in a different light?
1: Yeah, I like that aha moment made me see him in a different light. Uh like I said, um, he was he was loving, don't get me wrong, but oh, yeah. he could be very he could be he could be very stern like and strong in his ways, and like I said, he wanted to make sure we were excellent. His motto was, "When you do something, make sure it's done right the first time on time, every time and like I'm like, I'm not perfect i don't i'm at the time I'm only six, I don't know how to you know. I'm just now learning how to you know do math and stuff but it was like growing up like I was like this dude is tough like is he a robot like he expects perfection right out the gate but I was missing I was missing the the underlying tone of what he meant by first time on time every time it was like you're gonna do it make sure you're doing it right as in you're putting all your energy into it. You're you're utilizing every single resource you have to get it done the first time on time and every time. That doesn't mean you're gonna get it right all the time. That just means you're utilizing everything. And if you come to me and you utilized everything and you're still not getting it done, okay, then I'll step in. But I was missing that. Yeah. Like growing up i was like i don't really like this dude like i love my father i love my father don't get me wrong i love my father but in the moment uh, i don't like him yeah like i see it now i'm just like i'm i am my father's child i yeah. i like i treat my i'm not going to say i treat my friends the same way but i have expectations of my friends like of you of my wife of yeah even my own parents uh, of like some level of, of excellence. And I, and I, I can attribute that to my father and I'm thankful for that too. Like if I'm giving my best, I expect like that to be reciprocated, not necessarily at the same level, but I expect you to be able to give your best, whatever that may be. If you see me out there giving my best, I want you to give your, you know, match my energy.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree with that wholeheartedly agree with that. one thing that not one thing but another thing that stuck out to me was that even though he wasn't always there physically he was present yeah and that's yes. key because the opposite could happen where mm-hmm. even though he was there he really wasn't there and to mm-hmm. me that's worse yeah definitely that's that's worse but for in your case he was like look I'm not there physically but look I'm here for you and that honestly yeah. that goes a long way.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's crazy it's crazy it, not to cut you off but it's crazy no, go like going through that now um my wife and I have had moments where I'll be at home like I'll come home from work and like we'll be relaxing the TV will be on we'll have like a show on but I'll be like on my phone thinking about, like, the day or, you know, just detached from my wife or, like, the living room space. Yeah. And, like, she'll be talking and I'll be like, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Huh, what? And then, like, I think one time she was like, you're not even, you're here, but you're not here. Like, do you get that? I was like, oh, no, 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 no,
0: no. Yeah.
1: I can't. I can't do that and like you were saying that would that's no that's not i don't want my kids especially especially my wife i don't want my wife or my kids to see like yeah he was there physically but he wasn't there to enjoy the moment yeah and i was like yeah i don't want to miss out on on moments now i'm not saying i get that right
0: all the time i mean i am human but you know I'm, i'm not gonna lie i'd be guilty of that too I'm, look, I'm it happens, man. It does. It does. And I be, I, I was like, babe, I'm sorry. It's not intentional. It, it's really right. not. It's not intentional. It's just, I can't explain. It just happens. I'm sorry. You be a, look, charge it to my head, not my heart. You know, that's you that's know. my motto, man. That's my motto for a lot of stuff. Because <laughs> i I'll be like, look, I'm going to do this.
2: Mm-hmm. All right.
0: But then something else I be like, oh, Sam, so I got to address this. Then I got to address mm-hmm. this. Address this yeah. next you know it's evening. Like, weren't you supposed Dang, to do this? No, right. We're supposed to do this. You know, I had meant to do that. Like, bitch, yeah, that oh gosh. <laughs> but my question is, sit like I know with that, so like he was always present. How that how did that affect you with with, with that? Ah. Uh...
1: I think that was a, it was, it was great. Like, uh, just because like I knew I could count on my father to be there for me. Um, whether that was, uh, a project, whether that was, I needed advice. Like to this day, I still go to my father for advice. I'm a grown man, 28 years old, got my own house, own cars, own child, like wife. Like I got my own family, but still to this day, I still go to my father. Um, for some advice on like hey i'm thinking about um like investing or i'm thinking about this this uh career change since he was in the air force i go to him a lot for like air force um questions and all that stuff but even outside of that with marriage and stuff or how to raise kids like hey paisley's going through going through this right now did i go through that or did any of my siblings go through that when you know so it was just knowing that being confident that my father would be there at the drop of a dime, whether that was a phone call or them, him being there physically present, um, was great, was great, and it, to this day is still great because I stay till this day because I know I could call him right now and like, "Hey, Dad, I need some advice," or "Hey, Dad, I, if you can, can you be here like on X day or whatever?" and he will move. Hell in high water yeah. to make sure he answers that question or he gets to, gets to me if I, if I ever needed that help. So just knowing that I have the confidence that my dad will show up. Um, it's crazy. It's like, that's how we should view. That's how we view God. Yeah, It's like, cause he, he shows up when we need him. Not, it might not be at our time, but God knows he he's going to provide for you whenever you need it Yeah. And like I see my earthly father my dad doing that too so it's just like if my dad's doing that how much more is God going to do so it's just it's just good seeing how my dad is was and still to this day is just present and is just there and that's something I strive to 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 do for my kids because like I keep saying that he was in the military so that means like he went on deployments and um he was gone for like sometimes for months um I think one time he was gone for like a year when we were living in England but I remember even in that time he would still make um phone calls he would still sent letters, all this stuff, like talking about his day asking asking me and my mom about our day, what we've been through, and so it was like even though he wasn't physically there, his presence was always felt, yeah, that's something I want to try to emulate um not want to that's something I try to emulate every single day, just trying to be present
0: yeah i I feel that my dad he was in the, he was in the army, he, he left, left to he left for Germany for nine months. That was the hardest nine months I would say that was hard for me, you know what I mean? Because I missed my dad, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then when he came home, like I almost cried. And I was a little kid, like, why am I crying? Why am I crying? <laughs> like, I never understood it, right. you know what I mean? But it's a lot. And the, when you said your dad, it shows this love for you, how much more does God, it brought back, the, brought this verse to me, it was Matthew 7-11 if you then though you are evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much mm-hmm. more will your father in heaven give good gifts to those who act those who ask him right now, your father being the good person that he is showing this love mm-hmm. and showering you with all of this it was just like a what is the word i guess the predecessor of like mm-hmm. how much more will god do for you and that's amazing right that's mm-hmm. powerful that's powerful and
1: like it It's it's when you think about it that way. It's like wow, like he's already like showing. My dad's already showing up, or my father's already showing up like this, showing love like this. Yeah, I can't even imagine how, like how God is going to you know show that much more. Like like I can't even, I can't even, I can't even fathom that. But I mean, his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. So of course he's gonna think and move and. Function in a totally different level than we could ever, I think, dream or imagine. So,
2: Absolutely.
1: I guess my dad, you know, he set the bar high, but it's just because he set the high doesn't mean he right here. God is, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, "Yeah, it's crazy, man."
0: Just to think about it, that is crazy. So, I want to ask this: What have you learned about forgiveness being a dad? Um.
1: What have I learned about forgiveness while being a dad? Paisley hasn't, well, no, she, <laughs> even though she's only about to be four months now, like she's, she's done things that is very minor. Like it's, I laugh about it. I even laughed about it in the moment. Like she'll poop on me or she'll throw up on me. And I know for some people that like that could like be a trigger, like, oh my get this baby. But like in this moment, I'm like, I'll be a little hot. Like, especially if I got like a good outfit on. Dog. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like, bruh, like you couldn't wait. Like, there's literally (laughs) one there's one time my wife and I went on a walk. Like, I think it was like three miles or something like that. And we came back home and I'm sitting on the couch. Um, And I'm holding her. I'm holding my daughter um, on my lap. And next thing I know, uh, my legs get warm. So I'm like, okay, maybe she farted. But then it gets like, it's still warm. Like it's a lingering heat. And I'm wearing like these new Nike shorts I had and stuff. I'm like, okay, what's going on? I lift her up. It's a puddle. Cause you know that she a baby. So baby poop is liquid. It's like a smoothie. I'm like, it's a puddle of poop literally on my lap. Oh <laughs> my like, bruh, I'm exhausted from this walk. Yo. I'm hot. And now you got poop on me. Like, Yo,
2: oh my like, god. What,
1: what am I what am I I'm in that moment, I was like, babe, come get your daughter. Come get your in that moment, she was her daughter. Yeah. She was her daughter. I yeah. Was like, I was like, come get her. I need to but it's like, hey, it's, it happens. Like she a baby; she don't know what she's doing. It happens. You yeah. can't take it serious. So I guess in a, in that sense, um, it was just like, yeah, forgive her, but just don't take don't take things so. Things are always as serious as you as mm. you think they are. I like that. Like in the in the moment, it could you might think it's a ten, but you never know. Even minutes or hours or days later, you three revisit that that situation you're just like mm, that wasn't nearly as serious as I thought it would be so yeah. like if I would have reacted in a in a negative way like what the f-? and like you know thrown her or whatever it may be or just spazzed out that, that would have been terrible because that situation in itself was just nothing to be mad about it's closed. I could wash them and that's what I did (laughs) but it's like how you react in um, situations when they're happening um, can affect like how you view how your kids will view you in the long run so it's like you gotta know when to react know how to react and then If you react negatively, you have to learn how to be able to forgive yourself. That's a big thing because like some people will have like they'll go through um, something and the person they wrong will forgive them long before the person forgives themselves. Mm -hmm. So the person that they wrong has already forgiven them. And that person is already living in peace, walking, walking the way they should be and just living life to the fullest. Yeah. Meanwhile, the person who did the wrongdoing that hasn't forgiven themselves is just like, oh, what am I supposed to do? Like, I'm a terrible person. I shouldn't be yeah. like that. When you just need to forgive yourself sometimes. Yeah. If you forgive your, like, forgiving yourself is tough, but
0: it's necessary. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. When I tell you that that was a whole word, Bishop Reverend Dr. Aaron, <laughs> oh, that was a whole whole word, whole word um wow let give me a minute to sip with that that's a whole word so let's go let me go back to the, the pooping situation <laughs> because i've had to deal with that a lot and i just yeah. look like i could i love my son and there are times he does stuff i would just be like tobias come on man like really <laughs> yeah. and I, there are times where i would be like honey come get your son And there are times she'll be like, you'll be like, Dwayne, come get your, this is your son. You have to deal with him. And it's like that there are times where I've gotten to the point where I'm just gotten to like a 10. I'm just like, oh my gosh. But I realized like, like, like you said, he's a baby. He don't know no better. He don't know what he doing. he just got here. I'm just like, I'm a whole adult. I should know this by now. And forgiving yourself is necessary. It says in 1 John 1, 9, that God forgives us of all of our sins. Mm -hmm. now there was someone who said this to me and i had this aha moment Mm -hmm. if god can forgive us and we don't forgive ourselves are we better than god
2: Ooh, Ooh.
0: that punched me in the mouth because i was like wait a minute so if god thinks i'm worthy enough to be forgiven that's like me that's like perfect example
1: god you're wrong no that
0: yeah Isaiah, know, works like filthy rags, slap him in his face. Like, anyway, it's like <laughs> this. That's like you saying, that's like me saying, Aaron, I'm going to bless you with a hundred million. million dollars. I'm just blessed with a hundred million dollars. I will receive that in <laughs> But then you'd be like, nah, man, I don't deserve it. Oh, no, I know. I just wanted to gift it to you. I don't deserve Come it. One. Don't give it to me. That's in the same way. It's like this free, this free gift. That God right. gives to us We don't want to accept it Because I'm going to tell you right now I need it Bro <laughs> Who are you telling? You, you know, know what I it. mean? And That just really punched me in the face so You just spoke a whole word Like it's so necessary to forgive yourself Yes
1: I got a question for you Sure So I'm going well, to actually just bounce that question That you gave to me I'm going to bounce it right back to you What is something you've learned um, About forgiveness While being a new father?
0: <clears throat> oh good question throw it back to the interviewer um uh, yes, what i had to learn i had to learn that i had i had to give him i have to be patient with both my son and myself okay. okay and to give myself grace when i lose that patience yeah reason being yeah. is i'm still human i'm not perfect mm-hmm. and that even though i know he's a child there's still times that's gonna there's still some things that he's gonna do that's gonna upset me i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna let things roll off the tongue i mean roll that's off right. my back But I have to remember that Dwayne, you're human, and he is a baby. If you get upset, it's okay. The Bible says, "Be angry, but don't sin." Yes, yeah, you better, hey, you better know your word, bro. Come on, I mean, like I was like, okay, you can be angry; it happens. But you got to remember, he's a baby, and you love him. And there are times the Holy Spirit will convict me, like Tobias will get on my nerves. Like, when he's hungry, he will scream his lungs out. <laughs> like, he, there is no calming him down. Right. And it's irking me, because I'm like, son, your bottle's warming. It's okay. He can't understand me. I'm thinking I'm having yeah, he a full-grown conversation. not want to eat. You know what I mean? And he gets on my, and I'm just like, I get so angry. <clears throat> and then the Holy Spirit is like, kiss your son. i am I going to kiss my son for? He's getting on my nerves. Right? Right. He's like, he's all right. like, kiss your son. And I kiss him and be like, I love you, man. And I just hug him, and I just like, that's my that's my man's. So I love him. Yeah. Then his bottle's ready. And I feed him, and he's just the calmest person. And he's like, ah, ah.
1: like nothing ever happened. Like nothing happened.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's what i had to learn. It's like, you gotta forgive him. Another thing, another thing. Love him during the tantrums. Yeah that that's another thing love him during the tantrums because god does it with that's us so
1: hard sometimes
2: yeah you know i mean like so
0: it is and god be <laughs> doing necessary. it with us think about it don't you be doing it with us how many times have we said god how can you allow this to happen why is this person getting uh, blessed but not me or right, right. why do good bad things happen to good people or right. all these other tantrums and god just looking at us he just kisses like you okay now you good okay right. time to get up and keep going. That's
1: just off and try
0: again. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, like, that's what I had
2: not learned. That's
0: I
1: what it's I had crazy.
0: to learn. It's crazy you brought up the,
1: uh, like, the grace and patience. Like, I can I can attest to that, it's especially with my daughter. So she doesn't, um, like, scream or like that when she's hungry. She just gives you, like, this death stare. But when it's time to put her to bed, there are... Or when she wakes up in the middle of the night, there are times where like I try to console her. I'll pick her up um, because she sleeps with us right now. Like we're still co sleeping, Um, but I'll pick her up and um, she'll get fed, and then I'll try to rock her to sleep. Yeah. Meanwhile, this child is let me go, (laughs) arms crawling. Just she hit me in my face. fighting her sleep, I'm just like, why are you you really starting to, and like <laughs> you like you start holding her a little tighter, like come on girl, like you yo, to that's arms, real like,
2: you gotta so you you talk- rock her yep.
1: I'm like, uh, and then it's like I'll find myself getting frustrated to the point where I'm like, you know what you can just stay up and cry I'm gonna get my rest, but that's not, that's not what I need to do and thank God I have a patient wife who sees things from a different perspective than I do sometimes. So like she can see that I'm getting frustrated. She'll be like, hey, hand her, hand her over, hand her over. Let me let me try something. And you it's sure only, you ain't got no
0: cameras in my house? Because you speaking about me right now. Like yeah, that you... but look, look, your your
1: wife and my wife, they're one and the same. I think yeah. it's crazy. And if it, it in the moment it doesn't it doesn't help because it's like I'll hand her over and then Paisley will get in her arms and go right to sleep and that will get me hot. I'll be like, what? What she got that I don't? What she do that I didn't do? She literally picked you up, did the exact same thing I did and you fall asleep in 0.2 seconds. But then it was like, I sit there and I got to think of the positive, okay? I might not have been able to get her to go back to sleep, but she's back to sleep now. The battle's won. And my wife will be like, you just gotta be patient. Like you just gotta give her more time. Yeah, she she's sleepy. She's fighting her sleep. Remember at one point in time where you used to do that to your parents. Yeah, I'm just like ah, oh, you're right. Yeah. I, I gotta be more patient. Yeah. I gotta I gotta be more understanding. I gotta get with the fact that she's growing. She she can't verbally tell me, hey dad, hey stupid, I'm tired, but I don't know how to fall asleep right now. So
2: like yeah. she can't
1: verbally tell me she can only (laughs) that like her wailing and you know flailing her arms that is the only way she can communicate right now so it's just like okay I gotta be patient not just with putting her to sleep but just be patient enough to understand what the different cries mean what the flailing means all that stuff yeah and give myself grace knowing the fact I'm not gonna know how to do this stuff because I'm new to it yeah, I got to learn it. I got to go through it. I got to pick people's brains, like you. We have we have babies that are relatively the same age, about like a week difference in age. Um, but we have different we go through we might go through similar situations. You might go different situations, but no, we can bounce ideas back off of each other and right. learn from one another. That's something that I've been trying to utilize whenever situations Come up from time to time, and it's just like I said, giving myself that grace, knowing that I don't have all the answers. Yeah, but God will provide either answers directly to me or the people around me the answers that I can
0: pull from. So, and that's something I also want to emphasize to everyone listening: community is important. Community is important. Like as the old saying goes, it takes a village. It really does, and. You know, no man is an island. So mm-hmm. having a community helps. Like you, I've talked to my my dad. He he was over here today and with oh, my I'm mom, good. and he was like, oh, your son has trouble falling asleep. He reminds mm-hmm. me of you when you were younger. And I'm just like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: huh? He recalled the story but he was like, Dwayne, when you wouldn't go to sleep, we would put you in the car and we would drive around the neighborhood where we live like the neighborhood was a circle so we just drove they just drove around the circle
1: Mm -hmm. we were
0: driving the circle and then when you were asleep we parked at home and as soon as we parked we turned around to get you out of the bassinet you woke up you looked at us like you looked at us like what are y'all doing i love the car ride and i'm just sitting here just like i guess like my son has picked up Right, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. No, it was like, basically, I was like, I'm basically raising
1: me. So (laughs) Right, right. Like, like Dwayne 2.0.
0: It is. And I have to realize that, you know, so community is definitely important.
1: Yeah, like God even said, it's not good for man to be alone. Like he said that, like when Mm -hmm. creating Adam. So Mm -hmm. that's why you got to have not just like a helpmate, but like you said, a community. Um, whether that's friends, whether that's people from church, whether that's your family, whatever your community is to help you grow, because um, not everybody's going to have the same perspective as you. So, that's getting different perspectives about one situation will give you a more holistic
0: view. That's a to,
1: fact. Like, conquer or attack whatever it is that you're
0: going through. That is a fact. That's a fact. Yes, sir. So now, what does forgiveness mean to you? Mm, you hit me with a heavy
1: question. What does forgiveness mean to me? I think it's like a culmination of everything we've been talking about, um, like extending grace yeah. when necessary, um, being patient um, throughout the throughout any situation. And forgiveness is, is, a, is not, just, it's not, it's not only for someone else. Forgiveness is for you as well. Everybody needs forgiveness. So whether it's self-forgiveness or you forgiving somebody else. But I think at the end of the day, forgiveness is, is crucial. And it's, it takes a, I think it takes a big person to um, truly forgive somebody. Yeah. To truly forgive somebody, um, I think it's written somewhere in the Bible. It's like you, um, you don't bring up um, past faults when you mm. have you somebody, you don't bring up that mistake. You don't throw it back in their face, like how like you see like in uh, TV shows and stuff, or like in dramas. Like there'll be some tension. Well, remember six years ago when you yeah you don't do that. Like when you truly forgive somebody. So um, I think it truly takes um, a big person. It takes courage to forgive somebody too, because even when you forgive somebody, um, it takes courage because uh, after you forgive them, they can still turn around and do the same thing that puts you in that compromising situation or whatever it may be. Um, And for some people, it's like, I don't want to necessarily forgive them because then that means I'm giving them the keys or the power to, or the go ahead to, potentially put us in that situation again but you can't look at it from that perspective i mean god has already forgiven us for our anything that we could potentially do or have done or will do in the future and yet he still chooses to love us not hold that against us and all that he wants the best for us and that i mean i think forgiveness is all of that i feel like i rambled no, I think I might. I think I might have hit some, you know, some good points. But
0: I think at the end of the day, uh, forgiveness is very necessary. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you also. So the ver- so the verse I believe that you were talking about says, "Forget the former things; you do not dwell on the past." That's in Isaiah 43:18. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely wholeheartedly agree on that one. Another question that I have for you. Mm -hmm. is what is one thing that you what is what what do you wish that you learned earlier in your journey to forgiveness
1: i wish i would have learned how to forgive myself Mm. um there are there were a lot of there were a lot of situations that i went through that i ended up Unknowingly, causing myself a lot of torment, like tossing and turning at night.
2: Yeah, um, yeah,
1: Not feeling like myself, feeling down and depressed. Um, because I wouldn't forgive myself about a situation. Yeah. Um, and just be like, "Dang, that was stupid." Now I'm thinking like after I do a like after I go through something, like, "Dang, that was stupid." Now I would start thinking thoughts like, "Oh, I'm a failure. I'm never going to be good at that." Uh, Oh, this wasn't meant for me. I'm never going to be good at this, or I'm never going to get that girl, or I'm never going to get that job, or I'm never going to get this family, whatever it may be. It was like, no, you made a mistake. Move on from it. Forgive yourself and move on. You're human. You think you're the only one who makes mistakes? No, everybody makes mistakes. I think it was like a Miley Cyrus song. Everybody has those days. Everybody makes mistakes. That was like back, like in the early two thousands, I think. I can't believe I just quoted something from Mark Cyrus but, um,
2: <laughs>
1: but, uh, It was like, yeah, everybody, everybody makes mistakes. Don't be so hard on yourself. Like, I get it. Like, there are some situations where it's like, okay, yeah, that was that was, that was dumb, but you can recover from it. Yeah. So forgive yourself and recover from it. So I think learning how to forgive myself, if I would have learned that earlier in life, I probably would have slept more, had more peaceful sleep. Um, I'd probably have less bags under my eyes. I'd probably, I probably would have had more joy going through life early on um, in some situations, but I mean, who knows? But yes, self-forgiveness, that was, something i
0: wish i would have learned because i can be my biggest critic dog you and me both you and me both that's the crazy part it's tough out here man it is and what is what would you like to impart to the people listening
1: i mean like what my father used to say like whenever you're doing something make sure you do it the right do it right the first time on time every time but what i mean by that is make sure you are utilizing every resource that you have at your disposal. Um, whether that is uh, monetary resources, whether that is people, personnel, what are, whether that is like knowledge, whatever it may be, um, utilize everything that God has given you or has blessed you with to um, to make sure the stuff gets done. So like my job puts this, this defines excellence as, maximizing, um, what is it, maximizing the resources you have at your disposal, whether that's um, a little or a lot. So it's like the, the people in the talents. Um, the man with two talents ended up with four or multiplied it got to four. The man with five got 10. They took their resources and maximized it. They took what um, was what it their owner gave them and maximized it when he came back. And then what happened? He blessed them even more. Yeah. So just being excellent and maximizing everything you have. Um, and God will God will get you through it. Yeah. And also, don't be tough on yourself. <laughs> Everybody is human. You are human at the end of the day. You will be fine. Just go through it. And you'll grow stronger. That's nice. I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you, brother. I appreciate you coming on. And Amen. this now, I just wanted to give you the chance to promote yourself. If you got any social media or people want to connect with you, websites, whatever it is, the floor is yours. Just so I'm
1: not I don't have any websites, but I do have um, I do have some social. So if you want to find me on Instagram, it is Aaron Leonard the second. So A-A-R-O-N-L-E-O-N-A-R-D-I-I. Um, if you want to find me on Snapchat, that's AP underscore dub 25. I'm also on TikTok as well, but I mean, I don't go on there to create content and stuff, but, um, it's also AP underscore dub 25. But, um, if you want to talk to me about military stuff, um, just hit me at like DM me on Instagram or whatever it may be. Um, family stuff. How, how is it being a girl dad? Cause I just knew, I just knew I was going to have a boy but you know god blessed me with a girl so if you want to get information on you know my journey of being in the military and being a girl dad please by all means reach out to me on um, any of those socials but you know that's pretty much it man i'm glad you had me as a guest this was dope um i would love to come back some more if you would have me
0: but oh. this was fun man Oh, you don't have to ask. I'm gonna bring you back on here for something. I'm gonna find we'll something go. to put you on. <laughs> and honestly, maybe this is me, but what as soon as you said journey of military and girl there, that sounds like a blog idea. But that's Jeez. just me.
1: Don't, that's just on. me. Don't
0: get don't drop that seed in my head. I'm, that, that's, just you, I'm just my that's just movie. me. That's just me. That's just that's just me. I that's just me. I'm just a guy with a podcast. But I honestly <laughs> wanted to say, um, for real. Thank you, man. Like you're a good brother. I look up to you. You're just an amazing person. And I know you're going to be killing. I know you're killing this husband and dad game, whether you think you're not, or you are, I'm telling you, you're killing him. I'm proud of you, man. For real. I
1: appreciate you, man. I, I really need to hear that because there are moments where I'm like, oh, I'm feeling as a father or a husband. So thank you for saying that, man. That truly means a lot. And those words you said to me, I reciprocate them right back to you, bro. You were doing great. Um, it's crazy you look up to me I look up to you bro You got a whole podcast You got your own job Your own business You got your own family Like you are killing it in the game
0: From my point of view This is all God man Because if I didn't have him I'd probably be in the insane asylum Trying to figure and out you Which way both. is up <laughs> You and me both brother Yeah man That was an incredible episode Oh my gosh And when he, he was talking about his dad Being present there And how that affected him Oh, that was beautiful. And I know he's going to do the exact same for his beautiful daughter. I want to say thank you, Aaron, for coming on the episode. I appreciate you for coming on and just being honest. For real, I appreciate you. And again, to all the new NCs and seasoned listeners, please leave us a five star written review. It definitely helps the podcast get more reach. We appreciate you. I know that there are times where we don't have the strength to forgive those who have hurt us to do what it takes in this episode, and more. We can only do these things with the power of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins to be forgiven in the past, present, and future. And he rose from the grave to give us eternal life, a relationship with God himself, power over sin, and power of the enemy. If you want Jesus Christ in your life, just pray this. Dear Lord, thank you for dying for my sins and my wrongdoings in the past, present, and future. I confess and believe that you died on the cross for my sins, was buried, and rose again. I give my life to you, Lord. Please come to my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you pray that prayer, I want to say welcome to the family. This is the best decision you could ever make in your life. Now that you've made this decision, get in a good Bible teaching church who preaches the gospel and message of Jesus Christ. You can look on Google, social media, and ask family and friends for recommendations. Also, there may have been some things said in this episode that may have triggered some bad memories and bad feelings. If this is the case, please seek a licensed therapist to talk them out. You can go through your healthcare provider, Google, or ask family and friends who receive therapy for recommendations. I want to thank you for listening to another episode of the Power of Forgiveness podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate it on all platforms, and most importantly, share this with other people. You never know what they're going through. I want to let you know that the Power of Forgiveness has a group page on Facebook. Join the group and get in on the conversation. That link is in the show notes. I also have my social media page in the show notes. You can follow me on both Instagram and Facebook. You can also leave me a voice message on Anchor. I would love to hear from you. Also, I need your help. I'm enrolled in a coaching program through my local college pursuing a certification in life coaching with the International Coach Federation. As far of the curriculum, I need to reach 100 hours in order to become certified. I'm hoping to connect with individuals who have an interest in being coached and move the needle in their life or needing help in forgiving those who have hurt them. Many people have an interest in moving from where they are to where they want to be, and coaching can be the key that unlocks that potential. I'm asking if you or anyone you know might benefit from coaching to please contact me. I would be happy to chat more about it and be grateful for the help it provides to further my qualification. Also, the first session is free. If you're interested and want to help, click on the link of my bio and schedule a session. I want you all to have an amazing week. And remember that forgiveness is not letting what that person or people said or did to you affect you, your spirit, your future or where you're going in life. And that's not an excuse for or enabling someone's behavior, but not letting what that person or people did hold you back or keep you from being or grabbing all that God wants you to be or has for you. Have a good one.